on board of $50. <laughs> it's like nothing. I think that's cheaper than I paid for my chair. Probably, yeah. Hello, darlings. We're Hi. here to talk about the woman with the more assets than a millionaire, a bigger pair than your local green grocer, the worst tasted movie than Toby. We're talking about Elvira, the Mistress of the Dark, and her 1988 film, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. wonder where they came up with that. I don't know, maybe in the dark? No, Pressed I'm not doing this if you're going to be test. like this. <laughs> this is this entire episode, buddy. Buckle up, let's just... Why did she come up with a persona for that? I'm sure she'll cover it. I you know, will we're gonna cover it. that. I wondered how much of this episode would actually be movie, and how much would be set up. One page is set up. That's not bad. Oh. <laughs> Two <laughs> pages of... Oh, well done. Well, technically, a page and a half of movie. Because then I have right, trivia. Right, I'm starting to back out of this. <laughs> <laughs> you put me in charge, now you get what you get, and you don't get upset. And who am I? This is our usual host, the daddy of the deep. No, I don't know, it's changing one. I want to say hi, but I, I don't want to have anything to do with this. We also have Mr. Bobo Jenkins. Jenkins. Do, you, do you know what kind of um, bees make milk? That's putting me on the spot. Bees make milk. Yeah. You're overthinking it. <laughs> what, you know it? What is that face? <laughs> Honey, bees. Juvia, would you like to answer the question? Boobies. <laughs> My god. Yeah, boots on the man. Boots on the man. That sounds like something like a grade three would drop on the playground. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. You, you clearly haven't watched enough Elvira to know. This is my wheelhouse. Oh, okay. Sexually explicit double entendres. Yeah, I come for the lady and, and the bad horrors, and you just find all the dad jokes and puns hysterical. <laughs> Look, she has an interesting backstory. Speaking of which, I enjoy her front story. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. You Once we're off the air, I'm kicking the shit out of you. <laughs> and we are now doing a 24-hour recordathon. Can I add that like uh, little, little beat at the end? <laughs> yeah, you should work out how to put sounds into this. <laughs> it would dangerous. probably be easier than me making them myself. It would. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let, let's start close to the beginning. Okay. Cassandra Peterson began her love for horror at a young age. In elementary school, she watched House on Haunted Hill and was immediately drawn to the genre. A good, a good movie and a good time. This is um, a Vincent Price movie. He gets a bunch of people from his crazy expensive business to go to a spooky building on, on a haunted hill. And then it all becomes like an excuse to fr- just murder his wife. But frame a ghost. Yeah. It's actually pretty... There's a reboot. I'm not taking the time to watch. Oh, my God. Um, as a teenager, she worked as a go-go dancer in a local gay bar in Kansas. That's good, boys, mate. Yep. Um, at 17, she convinced her parents to let her go to Vegas and watch a Vegas show, even underage. While she was there, the, like, talent agents for the show offered her a contract, and her parents were like, oh, no. And she was like... Uh, yes. But yes. And so she was contracted as a Vegas dancer. At um, what age? 17. 17. Oh. But the deal was she had to finish high school, was allowed to go. Oh. Um, interesting trivia that I forgot to write down. It used to take her like five hours to get into her, that's three to five hours, I think it was, to get into her like costume and that when she was at Vegas. 
because little known fact, she has burns to 35 to 40% of her body due to a boiling water incident when she was a toddler. Yeah, she's like one of the first people to get skin grown. In America. Yeah, so they used to, she had to go in really early so they could like cover her all in me and stuff because she's still got all the scars and that today. Where was it? Where was the scarring? Was it like... Uh, her shoulders, neck, back. Oh. Like that. Which is she makes like, whenever she's in an interview or anything, she makes the joke that her costume only shows off the good parts. Mm. Which, it's one leg and her tits. <laughs> Those are good parts, what do you want? Exactly. What do you want from me? The um, right leg. During her time as a Vegas dancer, it is rumoured that she dated Elvis Presley. Turns out the statute of, what is it, limitations? No, the age of consent in Vegas is 16. Which I didn't know before, I had to Google it to see if it felt. It, yeah, it's 16 in each, Australia. Each state has their own. Okay. It's just with other things that that's true. Um, she had a small role in Diamonds Are Forever, meaning lady. Ooh. Not a James Bond girl. She's also an Al Super Beast lady, but there's Bond only like her. two of those. Um, she was also a topless dancer in the film Working Girl. That's just... Neither of us have seen that, that's just a fact. Yeah. Um, in 1970s, she moved to Italy in order to be the lead singer of Latin's 80 and The Snails. Again, just, just interesting facts about this woman. Um, there she had a small role in Roma by Fellini. This is basically where she started to get like back into acting and stuff. Um, when she moved back to the States, she began touring as part of a musical comedy improv act, and her character in that act was a valley girl, which heavily plays into her character as Elvara. That's what inspiration. Um, she was auditioning for the role of um, one of the characters, third Gilligan's Island TV movie, when she found out that she had won the role of Elvira, mm. who at the time wasn't named. She was just horror hostess. Well, that was a thing. You know, you've got your... What's his name? You've got the little spooky fellow. Sinister Seymour. No. That's literally the, the crib guy keeper. replaced. All right, you got the crib keeper. You got, like... That Billy Bob dude, you know, Vampirella. the cowboy hat, Vampirella. People would introduce a horror movie late night on TV. Like, it was, that was a trend for... Now, we had Cheese TV is similar. It's similar to that. But that was the thing. So, um, KHJTV used to have um, a guy on there, Sinister Seymour, mm -hmm. who would introduce their late Saturday night horror films. Um, he died... And so they waited like six years and they were like, mm, maybe we should like bring that back because it was okay. Like they were like, cool, but this time we're not going to do a dude. We'll do a chick. Um, and yeah, so the producers, yeah, the producers were like, oh, we should, we should bring back Vampirella because, you know, she's hot and we'll just do like a vampire show thing. Um, however, it didn't last long because the people that are like in charge of the Vampirella estate were like, you need to hire this one chick to play her. And the producers turned around and were like, nah. Because so, Vampira, like Ronald McDonald, a licensed character. Yeah. And they were just like, we'll just do one of those. And they were like, no, what the fuck? No, you're not doing that. <laughs> um, so because they wouldn't hire Lola Falana, um, Peterson won the right to the horror hostess position. However, they literally turned around and were like, you got to come up with everything. Yeah, yeah you sorted it out. We're, we're going to go do she, cocaine because like, it's the 80s. We'll see you later. Literally, she was like, what, what do you mean? And they're like, oh, she needs like a name and a persona and a, 
outfit and she was like, oh, oh, oh okay. Um, so she went away and she brainstormed. And at first she came back to them and she wanted to base her character on Sarah Seagal from the Fearless Vampire Killers, which if any of our listeners knew about Shannon Tate, that was her role. Um, she was the one of the famous victims. Uh, I don't know how good oh, she is as an yeah. actress, though. Um, so we almost saw Elvira in a very large red, like, 18th century wall now. Uh, the producers were like, nah, that's crap. So she came back with sexy punk vampire. And they said, yeah, okay, no problem. It's pretty good. We don't care. We're doing cocaine because it's the 80s. <laughs> it was like, you had me at sexy. Um, we had you when you prepared. Because <laughs> we're not going to do it. Peterson's Elvira character rapidly gained notice with her tight-fitting, low-cut, cleavage-displaying black gown. The kind of the signature of her. Look, it's this, you know, the typical Scream costume, where it's just a big floppy robe and the mask? It's pretty much that with the tits and one side cut out. Um, however, her character adopted, adopted, sorry, the flippant tone of a California Valley girl, which brought a satirical, sarcastic edge to her. So... I mean, she does it throughout this film that we're looking at, but, like, in her intros and exits and stuff, and, like, her own show, mm. she is very sassy. Like, she's, very, she's genuinely, like, like, a horror nerd, and she looks like a horror femme fatale, but the Alvira character doesn't find the movies very, very interesting, and will constantly hang shit on them. I don't know, I think that's part of the charm to it. Yeah, I like that it does come out of, like, a genuine place, roasting. Alright, because my last joke landed so well. They I'm, I'm gonna... I'm <laughs> gonna try a new one. Bog. No. Oh, he <laughs> used his name. Bo Bo. You doxed yeah. the poor guy. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't Okay. What do you call the part between two fake tits? Happiness. I mean, that's what I said. <laughs> that is not what you said. Yours was much worse. Similar. Anyone, the outcome was the same. Anyone else want to try? Juby, you got it? You got what the last one. What is it, one. the part between the two fake tits? No, I think this one. Silicon Valley. <laughs> oh. That's <laughs> good. I'm I can uh, help just a, just a little editorial note for you while we're recording. <laughs> yes, I like that. Did you write down all the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she, she revealed she revels in dropping double entendres and frequently making jokes about her cleavage. Mm-hmm. What do you want from me? I'm letting you do this to yourself. <laughs> um, in an AOL Entertainment News interview, Peterson said, I figured out that Elvira is just me as a teenager. She's a spastic girl. I just feel that everyone seems to enjoy it. Um, basically, the whole point of going into like her and her character is that like because she has so many of these different things, like she does have the horror knowledge. She is really interested in like film buffy stuff. She's got the dark femme fatale look. She's got this sarcastic thing. She's got the dad jokes and that. She fit so many different like there's something types for everyone of people. Yeah. yeah she's an all-rounder mm. and because of that she literally like she has comic books tv shows movies i'm pretty she sure she's got commercial. albums yeah, she's she got commercials 
She's got pinball machines. She had like an ongoing show at a theme park every Halloween. She hosted one zombies. of the Call of Duty zombies. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know which one because there's an annual release for that shit. But like, she literally has her toe. She is the linking factor between almost every comic company. Yeah. It, it's in my little um, shared universe theorem stuff because the, the movie we're talking about um, was done... And filmed they, on the Warner Brothers lot. No, I was going to say they, they did like a comic book adaptation at Marvel. She has a, she currently is with Dynamite. She's had a Dark Horse. And she DC. was also in DC because she had the same house that Constantine. Constantine. Like she literally, she is the thing that... And she has had her own, like she's got movie adaptations of her stuff. Infinite she's got Warfare. her own comic stuff. Like, literally, you point out a pop culture thing, I can probably find something Elvira's done in it. Oh, no, I'm sorry, it was Cause Light. She is in Ninja Turtles, and Scooby-Doo, and yes. Batman. Which Scooby-Doo? Simpsons is a rip-off. South Park, She'd be in South Park. I'm not sure I don't watch South Park. But how is she in Ninja Turtles? What is she? Yeah, she like I don't splinters. know where Kai pulled that from. No, I'm pretty sure I saw her in my Is she like Splinter's side? I would have seen the Scooby-Doo sure. one. Oh, she's, she appears in, she's um, in, a lot of in Nintendo yeah. canon as well. Because she guest stars in one of the Super Mario Bros. show episodes. So technically she's canon. I remember. And the fact that she's canon in Nintendo properties. I thought. And DC and Marvel. Technically she proves that Dr. Eggman and Lex Luthor are in the same business. And have presumably met. But the thing that I find weird so about deal it with is, that. like, she is able to keep Elvira and Cassandra completely separate. Like, they don't... Yeah, same chick. Oh my god. See? She voices a character in the studio. See? It's not I told Elvira. You. I well, thought... But she is in the next Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I've seen her in Scooby-Doo cartoon. But no, she, she's in, like, lots of things. She's in two different... There you go. Um... Anyway, we are finally at the point where the movie starts. Where we are in the movie. Right. 1988 feature film, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. It's the topic of today's book. I'm sorry, I just, I really like Elvira. And I think Cassandra has led a very interesting life. I was very sad when her autobiography got pushed back until September next year. At least it'll come out. This is true. You gonna get the audiobook version? You wanna hear it? You'll probably I get the audiobook version. probably get it in two days. You'll probably get it months before the physical version. Speaking of which, did you go pick up your book today? Shit. Okay. Um, um, stay tuned for that in like two weeks from now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, the film was directed by James Sigaranelli. Sigaranelli. That's what I said. There's, there's a lot of Italian in it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. There's many names I can't remember. You got this, bro. John Paragon, Sam Egan, and Cassandra Peterson were the writers of the film. Um, and... They are your basic people that you need to know about when it comes to production. And a lot of them write her jokes, all of her segments, the sequel. They're usually around because they're all just genuinely like buddies. Yeah. Um, and they've like appeared a couple of times throughout her stuff. Because you've got to remember, she's been doing Elvira now for four decades, probably closer to five. Like, Elvira's been around for. Because this is 88. Mm. At this point, she's already had a TV career. Yeah, she's as big enough Elvira. to have a movie at this point. Like, and she's still doing it to now. this day. She's like, yeah, 45 years. Yeah, like, she's been going for a while. Um, 
Let's get into casting. We've literally watched her as a character be from like a hot goth teen to a hot goth kind of. I think a that's kind of very, special. Isn't she closer soon. to a gilf? No, well, her kids are our age, your age. Well, my box set's from 2014. Teetering on that. Snow left and gilf. Her daughter is. I'm not doing this math again. Let's just move on. <laughs> I'm not doing this again, man. <laughs> I love it. I didn't come here for numbers. Okay, right, so Cassandra Peterson plays both Elvira and Great Aunt Morgana. Literally, they just take her for a week. Yeah, there's a weird ongoing trope in her um, two movies where anytime they paint a relative of her, it's just her and without the black wig on. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Um, we have W. Morgan Shepherd as Great Uncle Vincent. He is a creepy looking man. Uncle Vinny. He goes into Silicon Valley at one stage in this film and I don't think his ear ever came out. Yeah, I know. He loses an ear? No, Kai's just doing something. We have Daniel Green as Bob Reading. Susan Killerman as Patty, and Eddie McClurg as... Chastity. Thank you. Those two women are, like, from her groundling days in her little improv troupe. Again, she just, like, hangs out with genuine friends and, <laughs> and does all of her job. And Chastity Pariah still appears in her stuff. Yeah, like, it's not that's an character. ongoing... Because, like I said, we went and She's a Ned flanders goody two-shoes who doesn't like what a harbour as a character is. Mm. Is she the one in the pink? No. That's no? Patty. Okay. Don't worry. We'll get to Patty. I know you're very excited. <laughs> you, you actually just missed meeting Patty for the first time. No, I saw Patty. Okay. I thought that's, that's Patty. what made me think Trust of me, it. you'll you'll notice when you meet Chastity. Okay. She's a rather large woman. Is she redhead? Yeah, she's dressed in like shower curtains. Okay. But no, so we went to her Knott's Brief Farm show and Chastity has like a whole thing in that where she basically tells Elvira she needs to clean up her act and she's not as young as she used to be. And Elvira's like, oh, I have not aged. <laughs> was very funny. Um, the film opens in LA on the set of Elvira's job. Um, she gets, well, she quits within like a minute of the film beginning. <laughs> Because her, the station's new owner, look, it's not even subtle. He straight up grabs her tits and calls them milkers. Yes, he does. But I did point out he doesn't squeeze because he's a respectful pervert. What's he trying to get from that? He... I think I think for the sake of not degrading the star of the film, he doesn't. There's no squeeze to it. There's just like a weird hand. <laughs> she... Hey, let's look for no. the record. I cracked open my fancy. Fancy schmancy Blu-ray edition of this. So there's like things I'm noticing as we watch it. Like there's no tit squeeze physics. Her costume's way shinier than I thought it was. <laughs> I think there was a third thing. No, so they, the, like whoever the director of the TV station comes over and he's like, oh, we've got a new owner. This is him over here. And he calls him, be nice. This guy's like got a lot of money. He's a big to-do mm-hmm. guy. And he walks over and he instantly starts making like, you know, go back and jesse yourself up. We're going to go out and hit the town. And she's like, you'll be hitting it by yourself. And he's like, oh, we're, we're going to have some fun tonight. And she's like, you'll be having fun with your right hand. And, like, it just keeps going. And then he goes, um, come on, I want to get – he says something about um, I'm going to have fun with those milkers or something. And he puts his hands on her boot. There's a she lot of She turns around pumps. and just punches him. He falls through the news desk that's – live on TV behind, and he sits up and he's like, you told me she was a nympho. And you're like, ooh. It but. pushes that ongoing thing where she is a tease, 
but never ever like puts out. No. And technically, she's she like has... a feminist character because she doesn't take shit. Yeah, she has. Good... She's a very strong, independent woman. She don't want none of your crap. It's an empowering movement. I know. Everyone looks at the. At the <laughs> I have um, a nice body. Look the at me. On touch it, I kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I have it. I'm gonna flaunt it, but it doesn't mean it's for you. Lovely. I like it. Except if you buy the book. I mean, yeah, we've definitely paid for it. Anyway, um, Elvira isn't worried about losing her job because she has a Vegas show in the um, She's very excited about her Vegas show until her manager comes in and lets her know that unless she can come up with $50,000, Vegas aren't going to go ahead with it. Yeah, because she has to, like, reserve <laughs> the floor or something. Yeah. Um... Before her manager and her even get a chance to talk about the fact that, you know, they, where are they going to come up with this 50 grand, she gets a letter from Great Aunt Morgana's estate saying that she needs to go to Fullwell, Massachusetts yeah. in order to you mean, be, have the reading of the Yeah, estate. she has to go to the will, but you mean Hill Valley, right? You mean Stars Hollow. You mean Dairy from It. You mean West? Actually, do the lot name then. I can't no, do it. No, take your time because I can't remember where Gremlins takes place. Fuck, too shame. This is pissing me off. <laughs> we're this we're is really stale, making mate. boobs of ourselves. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm googling Gremlins. This is good because he can't kill me on air because that would be actual evidence of it. Oh. And you're the boy, so you get fired off the film this time. Just go go to, go to your notes. Go over there. If you could find out what the actual the, Warner Brothers lot is that would be great too. The Warner Brothers lot. No, it's, it's you'd you know it if you'd seen it. It's um, it's the big okay. courtyard. Yeah, where the clock tower is in back of the. You're damn right, that's where the clock tower is. Yes. Also known as Stars Hollow. No, it's not. It is. Two. Was it? It was it in it. Yes. Courthouse Square. Is it called. two or it one? Both. The new one, not the old. Oh, okay, now I need to Kingston go and Falls, watch it. motherfucker. No, that's not it either. And there's Gremlins. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not talking about anyway, Stars Hollow. So, Elvira has to get to Fallswell. Mm-hmm. She has an epic movie montage where we begin her kill count because she blows up the petrol station dude. Yeah, not on purpose. He's also it one of the on riders, purpose. I think. I didn't find that trivial. I, 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 I was going to rewatch it with commentary to pretend. Anyway, she goes to the reading of the world. No, talk about the car. She has the macabre mobile, which is, I forget what type of car, but it's piece of shit that they bought for the movie and then it's a t is that it no yeah, that's no, her uncle's car yeah it's fine i'll find and chastity. it but she as a as a human being she got the car and then made it like something elvira would drive and then kept it off it is oh, really? a 58 t-bird it was purchased for 2500 and went through 7000 plus in alteration uh it is now her personal car yeah she still has it um, and she brings it out for personal Elvira appearances. That's cool. Thus, it she just joyrides in it in full makeup and just like waves at people oh, and goes yeah. to like, oh, goes through the McDonald's drive-through yeah. and shit. Should that be worth <laughs> now as like a movie memorabilia, as an Elvira prop, something she's probably farted in probably a million dollars. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Some asshole will buy it to sniff the seats. I would. Okay. That would be. No one said you were gonna. Need a certificate of authenticity. You don't um, want to do authenticity. <laughs> oh, she's bummed out. She missed that one. You guys, listeners, she's mad. At the reading of the will, yep, she finds out that she was gifted a house, a recipe book, and a dog named Algonquin. 
Gonk. Oh, he's not Gonk yet. He doesn't get shaved. Is that the poodle? It is yeah. the poodle. His name is Algonk. Destroys him and calls him Gonk. Mm. She, she, yeah, she shaves him and dyes parts of him pink. Get, gives him like a bunch of like studded buckles. He, has, like, he yeah. has a doggy mullet because one of his ears is really furry and the other one is like shaved down. <laughs> Party in the left, business in the right. That I just which side it was, I don't. It'll happen. Okay. Um, we quickly learn that Fallwell is similar to the town from Footloose. However, instead of just banning dancing, they banned anything or anyone that looked like any kind of enjoyment at all. It is an extremely dry town. Not just boobs, which doesn't get served after eight. Yeah, it's a lame Catholic middle of... This town is drier than a Sunday school. I've never been a Sunday I can't confirm or deny that. Don't look at Well, at Sunday school, no one's from communion, so there ain't even the line of Jesus. I mean blood. I don't know. Fine. The Catholic school I went to was a little bit gone. Yeah, and you still got kicked out of blood. Yeah, I don't make myself a boss. <laughs> it's different. However, this isn't going to stop Elvira from doing her thing. Yes, I wrote the word thing. You wrote it down with it, eh? Yes. Thang. She did, listeners. Elvira heads down to the local bowling alley, because that's the cool place to be on late night. Literally, one of the teenagers tells her so. It's about all they have. Again, they don't sell hard liquor there after eight. Um, where she is hit on by two as close as this town can get to thugs. One of whom has just defended every comic collector ever. It's Vincent's... By ripping an issue of... They're Vincent's goons, and the book they bought off the shelf for the sake of ripping is the first appearance of Venom. It is The Amazing Spider-Man 299. Um, little interesting fact about it. Oh, hang on, wait, wait, here it is. Venom's it was, first appearance? Nah, no, I can go get fucked. There it goes. It was the first ever illustrated by Todd McFarlane. Yeah, it's the first Todd McFarlane The issue book also as well. has nothing to do with killing Spider-Man with plutonium, as stated in the film. I don't think that the, dude can read... Given on his portrayal, like his character, so it's fine. Well, anyway. He's just looking at the pictures. It's not about plutonium. It was about Spider-Man tracking down a secret arm shipment. Also Venom. Also, it was the first appearance. Yeah. They, they just... was probably like 25 cents. Yeah. Yeah. Now, oh, this, well. this is our main scene where we get to see Patty. Oh, yeah. She Patty is, yeah. is the titular bitch... She doesn't like Elvira because Elvira is making eyes at her man Bobby. Which Me. don't you know, don't you worry, I that. will talk about him later on because I have a few theories. Ooh. But I need to ask. We have a new segment, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh don't wait for me. Oh, I thought you it were like pulling out a thing. Yeah, I got the theme. I got the theme music. It's it's a ladies night by whoever the fuck sings that. No, I was looking at I'm a yeah. boob expert, I'm not a permit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just detail. a servant. <laughs> Thank you, Juby. <laughs> so, Juby, we are looking at the lady in the pink sweater. Let me just I would like to point out her particular um, Madonna-esque I just, We have to wait for her to stand up. Yep. Real or fake? Yeah. I'm going to go real, but with one of those pointy... Bras. You think it's the bra effect? Yes. Okay. Or padding. Whoa. No, no, I need I need a definite thing. So is Real padding, fake or padding? But is padding considered fake? Yeah. I would say that's Technically, fake. yes. Okay. Real. Real with a good Bo- pointy bra. Bobo is going with fake. Excuse me, this is my segment. Oh, Juby <laughs> is going. you going with fake or real? You went I real. Think, I think they're going real. I'm real. Okay, real. hang yeah. on. So we're both going real? I have to write this down for this one. Real. Okay, this is important information for later on. Don't worry, I'm going to ask you about Elvira too, but this is this is needed for later on in the film. Okay, 
But don't worry, Elvira's in her little flight. Don't worry, because our man Bob is going to come to Elvira's aid, even though she doesn't need it. She's she does, make... though. So she is that is that the That's Bob. boyfriend of... No, she just likes him. at him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I do like that she's trying to have, like, a brawl in a bowling alley, and she tries to stab a dude. She's like, just kidding, it's a fake knife. It's like, they're going to molest you, and she's like, yeah, but this knife's weak. <laughs> you clearly have never been a theater kid, because those knives are fun. I know they're fun. I took the spring out of one. Actually it, stabbed a person. Well, it's still plastic, but it hurts when Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm not listening to she makes something else throb. It's Elvira's heart. The film continues. Um, the film continues. Like, there's pretty much for the rest of it between... Um, Bob and Elvira with this will they won't they kind of thing and look I'm not sure but Bob is either a virgin or gay well, because he they... has no sexual interest in that woman whatsoever All right, so and the I... fact that they're like 35 and he hasn't done anything with Patty either at this stage questioning his priorities I'm gonna say because they explicitly have like fuck I'm gonna say he's not gay then but he definitely went to a church a lot before this movie takes place. It's not explicit. She just tried to kiss him and he got into his truck and drove off. Yeah, I think... They he... watch a film and they see literally as far as the couch will allow them to from each other. And then they make love that night. No, I, I think no. it would be a weird She tracks him in her attic. Yes, and I'm... that's not a euphemism. I'm pretty confident that he's just like a Flanders-esque pussy... Yeah. And then See, a floozy walks into town and shows him how it's done. That would make sense, except for the fact that he's not terrified when he finds out that she's part of witchcraft, which you just made me blow my... Spoiler. I made you blow your load early. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he doesn't run away at the witchcraft. Catholic boy would definitely run away at the witchcraft. We don't like that. He could be experimental. He might be Buddhist. Be experimental what do we know about before you're experimental with witchcraft. I guess. It's fine. Maybe is he just dumb? He might just be a moron, eh? Yeah. That would not shock me either. Well, anyway. The slightest bit of attention that Bob and Elvira have is enough to convince Patty that she needs to kill Elvira. Look, it would be a really weird movie and out of character for Elvira if a dude was, like, drooling for her and it was... I think he has to be a dork. Well, that was the whole reason why Brad Pitt couldn't be one of the teenagers. Yeah. He got rejected from this film. <laughs> for being too cute. Literally on his audition paperwork, she wrote, yum yum. Yeah. She thought it would be out of character for Elvira to ignore the um, supple young man. Which bums me out, because um, obviously that would have had a nice bridge from this movie to the cool world. She plays Detective Harris, if I recall correctly. Go back and listen to our back episodes. Yeah, we've covered it before. Anyway, while all of this is going on, Elvira has decided that she needs to sell Great Aunt Morgana's house. Um in order to get her 50000 so she can go into a Vegas show. Oh, she she's also stuck here because of her car. Yeah. She invites the That's real estate... That's why she's here, I forgot to say. She invites the real here. estate agent over. He tries to rape her. She literally kicks me. She defends herself ass. a lot because feminine. Yeah. Um, just so everyone knows. Her great uncle is just a massive dick. And the town folks are no help at all. Um, because st- shortly she's going to try and find a job in the town and they all blacklist her and, like... No. I'm sure you're going to go into it later, but it's weird that you described just a dick. 
Yeah. You're gonna, we're gonna come back to that? Have you noticed that I haven't mentioned any of that part except for the part you made me spoil? Alright, good. Come back to it later. Good. Because we don't know about it yet. Good. I'm just making sure that you're not summarizing things in a weird way. Look, everyone's a dick. The end. Alright, we'll see you next week, everybody. Alright. <laughs> anyway, the local teenage boys have taken a little bit of a fancy to Elvira and her buoyant personality. <laughs> yeah, do you remember when Peepy and Tom's were like a fun gag and not like a horrible thing? Ah, this exact scene. Yeah, I'm scrolling. I gotcha. The, the boys climb up and they try and get, you know, a sneaky peeky. And she big, catches big them. Yeah, it's quite a bit. Like, like every movie nine. that has teenagers in it, they are taking photos of women like showering. American guys like yeah. in every single one. Mm-hmm. Bring Back to the Future. That's the entire first episode of Prison School. Happens back to the future. Oh yeah, it does, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, because that's, that's how he meets his, his, his mum. Yeah, he yeah. gets hit by the car. <laughs> uh, sex crimes are funny. <laughs> what, what do you got? What else? <laughs> <laughs> and yet you won't laugh at my boob. They're not dark enough. <laughs> Make them sad. <laughs> Teens these days. Um. Anyway, they offer to help her like. Patch her house Get back house together. Because right. it's, you know, a decrepit old haunted house. Yeah. In the middle of Fallwell, which I find weird. Um, they're, they're helping out in, in order to, you know, hopes of getting into her good boobs. Uh, I mean books. Oh, <laughs> and books. after this... <laughs> I'm literally googling boob shakes. She's too terrible. fails. Um, Elvira tries to get a job, but as I said, she's blacklisted around town by um, vincent chastity prior what is it patty patty my bad i i also like the fact that the boys that are trying to like help out are letting other people pay to yeah, help fix to her help. house because they get to you know See look at house. her books yeah her knockers look at let's look at her big juicy personality which person you have so many walls to edit as you okay. fucking lose them. It's okay, I found the button. I can do it again. Oh, sick. We're back, everybody. <laughs> it's great. Um, while she is out looking for her job, however, she gets bumped on the head at Bob's movie theater, where she all of a sudden remembers she says some of the best worst horror films in the boot of her car. Well, they come up with a plan, her and Bob, who works in the cinema. Yes. Bob works in the cinema? Bob, Bob runs the local cinema that is only allowed to show G-rated. Yeah, and she's like, why don't we watch... I don't think it's Killer Tomatoes. It is. No, that's what they end up watching. She wants to watch Killer, Killer Bride and 2. I Married Satan. I Married Satan yeah. and I Married Satan 2. Yeah, but they end up watching... Killer Attack of the Tomatoes. Which is an actual movie that exists. It's all the best. But she's pretty much doing the movie Macabre. Yeah, Which so she's is... doing like a live version of her TV show. Mm-hmm. And re-watching so, this, I kind of... I'm not disappointed by what we got, but it would have been cool if that's what Knott's Berry Farm was. Basically, they watch the film and she just sits there on a couch on the stage making fun of the With film. With a microphone. Yeah, it's, it's just a roast. So there's like a part where there's a whole bunch of tomatoes rolling down a street chasing the, vil- the townspeople. And she's like, don't worry, guys, they're Italian. They made a fantastic marinara sauce after this film was shot. <laughs> and, like, just, it's jokes like that. Yeah. It's it's pretty bad. Look, there's there's one moment that I, don't, I think you've cut out for the sake of, like, time. But mm-hmm. I really like her having to force the kids to come to that. Oh, oh yeah. She guilt trips. So, we, we skipped forward a little bit because we were talking about the film. 
Yeah, we're jumping. But around. so she she decides she's like, I've got this great film in my car. I'll bring it over. We'll do a midnight showing. After so the house renovations, all the kids have been banned from interacting with her because she's a bad influence. The principal of the school who found the Polaroid picture from earlier from has said that if anyone hangs out with her, they're going to be expelled. Um, all of their parents are like, you're not going anywhere near her. Chastity Pariah is like, actually, she has a really funny part in that whole conversation. We shouldn't resort to name calling. She's just... Ill-moral, you know? She is a wild girl. She's a slut. She's a harlot. She's a tramp. She's a fucking bitch! And it just, like, careens back in insults again so fast enough. Um, and I think he just calls her, like, a floozy. Yeah, just a floozy. Yeah. The guy, the guy's like, I found a picture of this floozy in the male bathroom at school. And she's like, Anyone whoa, that hangs whoa, out with her, whoa, whoa. I'm going to expel them. And she's like, I think that's a bit harsh and we don't need to resort to name calling. However. However, <laughs> fuck this tramp slot, bitch. <laughs> like, it's, it gets pretty intense pretty quickly. Um, anyway, she guilt trips all of the teenagers into breaking out of their houses and sneaking into the theatre at 12 p.m. Or a.m. Yeah. At midnight. Um, at midnight. At that's which point, the, that scene I do love. However, she does it at the bowling alley where our friend with the real boobs, Patty, Torpedo tits. overhears and comes up with her own plan. Because remember, her mission now is to kill Elvira because she looked at her man. Can you please pause that before it lets go of my you know, amazing. Thank you. So you. they get all the way through the film. Elvira's got, you know, fun little after credit sequence setup. Which big for nothing currently doing in our muted rendition. If the kids don't come, she's throwing in to kill herself. But it's like the worst thing you've ever heard. She's like, oh, no one likes me. Oh, oh, I'm going to oh. hang myself in the oven. I'm going to hang myself in the oven. That's one, another good line. There's a few in there. So, and when I'm gone, I want people to remember me with just two simple words. Any, any two, two, as long as they're, they're simple. simple. <laughs> um, then she cries. But no, so she, they do the whole thing. She's on the stage, on her couch. As soon as the film ends, they pull up the screen that it was playing on and she begins doing, like, flash the dance. flash dance routine. Yeah. Um, she had previously set up that there was going to be a bucket of gold glitter that drops from the ceiling over top of her. Which and also is a terrible idea. Yeah, it wasn't going to yeah. But anyway... Um, Patty has used this as her, you know, point. Is that her doing that? No, who's a stunt? There, there's um, stunt doubles in it, but I think okay. she can... Pa- Patty, you know... Obviously not the super obvious shit. Particularly lovely, and has changed out her Bucket glitter for tar and feathers. The good news is this, fil- this clip was only filmed once, because it was too hard to get the black paint they used in place of tar... Out of her hair. <laughs> Shit, look at it. It's nasty. Again, I like this setup. I like this entire scene. It's probably some of like my favourites of the movie. I like the setup in the bowling alley movie scene. And then her in the bathtub afterwards. With her straight gasoline. That's the most pissed I've ever seen her in any of her stuff. Yeah, she's never been like... I've, ne- I've never heard her call anyone a bitch before. No, she's usually... She's like, normally playful as fuck. She's very like... Cheesy, goofy, righteous. Usually, yeah. She's just very, like... It's very funny. She's very... And I also... Another one of my favourite quotes is after this. 
she walks out, like, clearly she's just bathed in petrol. Hmm. And she walks out and um, Bob is like, oh, what perfume are you wearing? She's like, premium unleaded. Don't light a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, like, so dry. Yeah. I also love, um, in that same scene, like, they're all sitting on the couch while she's in the tub just screaming. They're just awkwardly waiting. And he's got a can of literal beer. Yeah. It's just a white can and in blue writing it says beer on It's like <laughs> the shittiest fake brand I've ever seen. Again, well, no, that, that's the other thing I noticed because of the DVD. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can laugh at shitty props. It makes me happy. <laughs> um, I'm anyway. going to see the face paint leaking off of Jack Nicholson in Batman yeah, so well. well now. I'm keen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after their movie and after she's cleaned up, they sit at opposite ends of the couch, another point, um, and watch another movie. I'm not sure what time the sun rises in this place, but they watched an entire film at midnight. It looks really nervous. Came home. I just remembered a detail. Bathed, watched another entire film, and it's still not morning. No, it's not. Yeah, you're right. I worked that out while I was writing my notes, because I was like, how do you fit this much in before dawn? Anyway. Um, He's not gay or dumb. Okay. They specifically say that there has never been sex education in Fallwell, Massachusetts. No, he doesn't know what she's doing. They said they would reintroduce it into the high school. Which means it's not there. He's old enough that he's had sex education. He's at least had a wet dream. I'm not disputing that. He's like, but he's sitting in there and she's being all like wet at him, and he's probably terrified because he doesn't know what is between her legs. Because she's quite. Where do the balls go? (laughs) Where are your balls? (laughs) Where are they? I was doing Batman. I don't know where you did. Rather than so, they decide that they're hungry after their long night, and rather than going like four or five a.m. at this point, the twenty-four hour diner on the highway, Elvira finds her um, recipe book that she inherited and decides to make a casserole. So she could have gone to the diner. But she cooks. No, he wanted to get he, out of there. He's like, and let's. Go there's a 24 hour diner on the so highway. So he wanted to go to the restaurant. Restaurant, god damn it. I've been waiting for so oh, long no. to say that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like this one. Can we keep it? No. No. <laughs> We'd be a pair Actually, of yes. Oh. <laughs> I know what I'm doing tomorrow. We're going to lose listeners. <laughs> It's really funny because my boss told me he was going to listen to this one episode. We're going to get kicked off of Spotify. Really? <laughs> Shout out. Hey, s- subscribe, dude. He did. Alright, thanks. <gasps> He's not listening this far in at this point. He's gone. <laughs> He's long gone. Everyone's gone. Anyway, she decides to cook. And look, it's clearly a spell book. Yeah. She puts a literal earthworm into the pot. It's called something else, but it is an earthworm. Yeah, it's all like Latin-y Where'd shit. You get an earthworm? Because everything in the kitchen pantry is like it's a witchcraft stuff. All of those little tiny jars are clearly like ingredient vials. You can't, there's, you can't even cover it. Anyway, look, um, it's a spell. She she spell covers it in she hides it with cheese and, and Doritos. Fritos. Yeah, but no one is well. Everyone actually is extremely shocked when a creature comes out of the pot and tries to eat them. And I have to say something, because I understand that you guys will not understand it. Mm-hmm. However, as someone that has lived in the US before, that garbage disposal in that house is worth more than that house. 
because I have never seen a garbage disposal actually work. They are kind of like the McDonald's ice cream machine. If it is working, you buy 50 of those things because they do not work. And it manages to eat that entire monster in like one go. I want to I like devil's advocate you, but I've only ever like looked at fingers that have gone disposal. That's because they're clearing it out because it didn't work. We Don't need- point the lightsaber at your face. We need to get Mythbusters to create an eldritch beast and then try to put it in a garbage disposal. Okay. Basically, at this stage, we work out that Elvira's family are deep into witchcraft. Yeah, they find, like, the treasure chest in the attic that has the letter. It's like, hey, Elvira, you, when you were an orphan, we kept you in the wig and make up an outfit. You so have a magical that your um, uncle wouldn't find you because it turns out he's actually, like, a super bad wizard. Yeah, that's what I was going to say before. You re- responding to him as a dick is like me going, you know Look that- Look at Elvira, baby. It, imagine if the one description you had for of Jafar from Aladdin was, oh, that dick. What's his name? Yeah. <laughs> it's the most vague, off-brand thing I'd ever heard. Sorry. Any, anyway, he is a super bad evil wizard who wants to kill Elvira, steal the recipe book, mm-hmm. and take over the world. He wants to become master of the dark. Yes, because... She- Not yet, you're spoiling it by reading the title. Elvira. It's a spoiler to read the title of this film, guys. Anyway, Elvira isn't interested in any of this. She decides that the recipe she cooked for dinner will be perfect for the potluck at the morality club. She also, she also tries to get a spell for money. Yes. She ends up giving a handjob to a snake. That is also A handjob to a Well, she thinks it's Bob's dick, but it yeah. turns out to be a snake and then it catches fire and then they fuck. She, she reads a spell about... Podum de Mula? And she's like, Mula, that's what I want, lots of Mula. And then she reads it out and there's a snake. And she she's like, oh, oh, Bob, we're so... When we're looking at together it, together right when now, she thinks it's a dick, her it's hands so are large. very far apart. She thinks he's got a mammoth thing. Yeah. <laughs> the tail. Here come, yeah, Bob walks in with his meter-long dick swinging in the breeze. <laughs> See? Perfect opportunity. Made a long dick, real or fake? Fake. Alright. Anyway, she makes her casserole for the potluck. Oh yeah, that's another scene I really like is the potluck. And she's like off in the forest in her disguise. You know when Raphael wears the trench coat and that's a good enough fucking disguise? Yeah, Yeah, she, she does that as well, but with obviously like a big ass hair. Probably a dress and, leaking at the bottom of it's ridiculous. But and the trench coat is like to the side, so you can still see her entire outfit. She's just got a trench coat over it, but it's really funny because it clips to the picnic and then back to her, and the trench coat's gone. It was hot. Uh, is the excuse <laughs> I made? Is it warm out there? Around, anyway, she's watching yes, in the in oh the shadows, <laughs> and she's like, "Ha ha! The creature's gonna come out. It's gonna eat chastity. It's so good." Oh, there's a Tic Tac pie? There is a pie that's covered in Tic Tacs. I don't know if that helps your story. I hope they're Tic Tacs. Just a bunch of vitamins. Yeah, I always thought they were like a medication. And it was just like a fun way to be like, oh. Might be, I don't know. Yeah, Jackie just disappears. Yeah, don't worry about it, it's fine. Anyway, so they dish... 40 degrees out. They all dish up their serving of casserole. And Elvira's really annoyed because no creature pops out. However, as the picnic progresses... All of the adults who have eaten the lovely casserole end up turning into Point. very, very randy teenagers. 
They start stripping all of their clothing off. The, the dancing to the devil's jungle music. Which it means an African American's playing a sax. He's playing a saxophone. They do call it jungle music a lot. I, I know they do. I, the well, word, I'm referring to rock, so I don't know where that goes. But. Look, the moment when Chassis Pryor like face sits a poor guy, I think I'm out. That's, <laughs> that's the that's the distressingest thing ever. It, it is a little bit. Yeah. There, there. Look, it's uncomfortable to look on. Um, however, with this newfound sexual confidence, we're gonna say, um, oh. Patty finally. Yeah, it's feels like she can confront Elvira for taking her man, or as she feels, her man. Um, the two women end up in a fist fight in which Patty's entire shirt and bra come off. Personally, I'm pretty sure they flew off. Look, I want to take a moment to look at the euphemism where he puts that sausage in the taco. There you go. All right, continue. Okay. A sausage in a taco? Yeah. They're, they're penis and vagina things. Couldn't it oh, make wait, a bread roll? Have you ever referred to your bits as a bread roll? But a taco, that's not... Pink taco's a thing. (laughs) Look at them dancing. In that granny. Ready? It's not even a fist fight. It's It's not. She punches her in the face. It's a one and done. It's one of those, um... Sorry. I should give a shelf. No, you're right. You can edit it. But why? Oh, because Elvira is holding her top. That's why it comes off. Yeah, it's congrats. full of padding! Fake boobies! Patty is padded. It's it's so genius. The kid's gonna run up with it. No, he's disgusted. It's all padding. It's just an A cup. And then everyone's like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, and they decide that um, it's all something that Elvira has concocted mm-hmm. and that they need to find some rule in the book in which they can get rid of Elvira, at which point Great Uncle Vinny walks in and he's like, clearly you're overlooking the most important part of We're this. We're in Massachusetts, baby. Sailing we just claim her as a witch. <laughs> she's using magic. Yeah. yeah. They can't prove that, though. He, he specifically says she's a witch, and they're like, all right. So she gets arrested for witchcraft, <laughs> and they decide that that just means she gets burnt at the stake. Yeah. In which hilarity ensues as they try and rescue her, the teenagers use them building the stake in order to cut into the prison cell. However, they cut into the prison cell next to her, at which point the sheriff quite literally just laughs at him and goes, well, that's helpful. Because they've locked themselves themselves into prison. Bob tries to go and get the spell recipe book from the house. Before Vinny can get it. Which his goons come along and knock him out and tie him up. Thankfully, Gonk, who we have now realised is a familiar can transform into any creature. And so he goes from being a poodle to a rat. To get out of the jail. To get out of the jail. And then turns into a rotwheeler so that he can undo the binds on Bob. However, Bob only just arrives as Elvira is led up to the stake. So he's no help either. Um, Elvira is tied to the stake. And Patty, due to her mission of needing to kill Elvira, takes the... Um, flames off of the sheriff and is like, it burns faster if you light it in several places and starts just shoving the like fire prod into the thing, um, which here comes my next piece of trivia. Mm-hmm. During the scene in which Elvira is being burnt at the stake, the heat of the flames was so intense that they melted the wig. 
The scene took five days to shoot. And during the scenes, um, Cassandra would spend three hours tied to the stake every day. She would be covered in flame retardant for protection. However, it made her itch like crazy because she was allergic to it and it's just not something you meant to have on your skin for long periods of time. But she couldn't do anything about it because she was literally tied to the stake and couldn't move. And she was too far away that no one could get to her. Which would normally sound like rude of the director, but she wrote that scene. <laughs> like, she did that. I just, you know, that's a lot to go through. After day spent... one, I would have been like, and peace out. <laughs> she did that for five days. Put, fix it in editing. Yeah, can we do some special effects? They're like, we don't have a budget for that. Half <laughs> these people are your fucking friends. We couldn't hire real people. Also, it like, that, was some that special entire effects. scene yeah, goes for like, videos. two seconds. Okay. Minute and a half max. Mm. Yeah, there's barely any. tied to the yeah. stake. Why did the five days? Yeah. slow, man. But this took eight weeks to film. Most of five days of that was that. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Um, but while she's busy, um, Vincent gets the book and becomes like a gross-looking warlock fellow. Yes. Um, Elvira realizes that she can use her aunt's ring to um, create like a thunderstorm. Yeah, right. And so manages to put the fire out. Elvira escapes once again uses the ring to destroy her uncle and send him to the underworld. But sadly, the house and all of the magical artifacts <laughs> are destroyed as part of the fire. Um, the next day, is like, look, peace out, I'm done, this is all too much. Um, at which point the townsfolk come along and they're like, look, we're really sorry, we've acted pretty poorly. Essentially, they were like, hey, the three really, like, shitty people in charge of our town will turn into pigs and dead. So we're, like, not assholes now. Because, you know, they were to Chastity and the principal and... It's probably the real estate guy, I think. Yeah, I would think it's the real estate guy. They get turned into pigs. Yeah, you're brushing over it and it's hard to talk about, but, like... That scene after the witch burning is like the one horror-y part of this. When the wizard dude's chasing her around, trying to just be rid of her and kill her. She throws a stiletto heel into his head, his hand. Yeah, he he dies. It's, yeah, it's like the one part of this movie. Not just like the hijinks. Except for when she dresses up as Rambo or something. Which is, she's shooting a a grenade launcher at his chest. And he's like, you thought that would work? And she was like, it did. We also have, um... The one time her tits have like superpowers and can break chains, like <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, he got it in his head too. As, as she is leaving, I want to see that moment in like a live action power. <laughs> as she is leaving town, um, she finds out that she is the only living relative of Vincent, and so she gets his sizable estate, which is enough money for her to go and do her Vegas show, which film gets to end with a lovely number. Which it originally didn't because they were like, we want to do a Vegas scene and the company's like, you can't afford to do And like they finished the movie and they're like, yeah, we're sprinkling it. <laughs> you guys have done okay. We'll, we'll, we'll put a little cherry at the end of the movie. However, it wasn't even filmed at Vegas in a warehouse. In, like, yeah, but they had to hire like some dancers. Like, there's, some, there's some mild choreography, hip hop. It's the late 80s. Now, considering the fact that and earlier- after this- Prince would do bat dance, so what can you do, really? It's all like this. Um, I I know that, you know, previously we have introduced our Boobapedia expert episode title, yeah. And we, look, everyone's like, how come they didn't do Elvira? It was for the specific reason that I needed to wait until this scene. Okay. 
I think this is like a thing above her, and it's just the most weird lighting ever. Yeah. It's a boom speaker. They just put it too far down. No, it's a big... I know. It looks anyway. strange. You are right, I was... So, Elvira's boobs. Real or fake? Cody. I'm staying out of this because I don't mind. You reckon they're real? I reckon they're real. Juby? At first glance, fake. Okay. In my heart of hearts, if they're under the skin. <laughs> That's why you're drunk. Yeah, I'm invalid. <laughs> okay. I bring the tits. I don't judge. I provide. Okay. The reason that I wait for this particular part in the movie is because this is where it really, like, it pulls out. Most people, when they look at Elvira's boobs, would say fake. I did. The first time that you look at them, you're like, those things are fake. And I'm cool with that. However, that doesn't give our girl enough credit. And this is the reason why I wait until this point of the film. Because during this part of the film, Elvira performs a tassel dance. This is not a body double. This is actually Elvira performing the tassel dance. She learned to do it when she was 17, working in Vegas. However, because she was a minor, she wasn't allowed to wear tassels. So her mum invented a bra for her with tassels sewn on it so that she could practice how to do it. She didn't do it between the ages of 17 and when this film was actually, like, being filmed. But she wanted to see if she could still do it. She could, so she included it in the movie. So look at this sweet trick I can do. And the thing they is... They also made a statue of it look, commemorating the event. I feel like it needed commemoration. One. But I would like... I point out this scene particularly because usually you can tell there is some good support going on there. Yeah. Because she is actually tassel dancing, she doesn't wear her support. And you can see that those are real, which means... Those tits are real, Your Honor. Which means... This is how this feels. It feels like a weird court But it means that not only does she have nice boobs as just a lady, which is very hard. No, I'm appreciating the assets in front of her. Like a billionaire appreciates his yacht. When you do it, it's fine. When I do it, I'm not allowed to go back to that night. But she is also that good at, like, strapping her tits that she teaches drag queens how to do it. Yeah. But I can also appreciate the tassel dance. It's amazing. I'm she can do solo boobs. And I love the the scheduling of this movie. Like, it starts with her being doing movie macabre <laughs> and trying to get into a right? Vegas show. Whereas, literally, her it's like a backwards-ass version of her existence where she's trying to get to Vegas as opposed to going the opposite direction. But, like... Was that a thing in the 80s? Though? Like, when did fake boobs become a thing? Um, Pamela Anderson coined the uh, Baywatch. World War Two. <laughs> they were around before, but they weren't popularized until Baywatch. So what, back in the seventies? I'm go- look. I'm going to Google the history of, of breast implants. Kai can continue with that okay. episode. I- I'm prepping for my next episode. <laughs> okay. Tits, <laughs> tits through the ages. Okay. Well, before I get into everyone's thoughts, mm-hmm. some people might be like, you know, I've I've never heard about this Elvira chick. I've never heard about this film before, or anything like that. Um, I would like to give one possible reason. The day before Elvira Mist of the Dark was set to come out in theaters, the production company, uh, literally, or distribution company, sorry, literally went out of business and it went from being shown in 2,500 cinemas to 500. Great. She wasn't able to make another film because she had to pay for the next one out of pocket yes. until 2001. This came out in 88. Her follow up film came out in 2001 
and yet she has been around for 45 years. Your Honor, those boobs are fantastic and that woman is a marvel. History. I rest my case. <laughs> what do you guys think of Hellfire? She's had quite a career, like just going everywhere. It's one of those, she's literally like a one-woman ice. Like, I don't think she had, like, a goal in mind. I think she was just, like, going where life took her. Like, she just was going from one success to another. I really appreciate her, actually, and the fact that she came up with this character herself. And, like, she's she's one of those, like, actors that have done the hard work. Like, she did everything. I also didn't mention Because you've done it in another episode. As they were setting up. Like, because she had to invent the Elvira character. Yeah. They actually got a cease and desist letter from Vampira. Yeah. Because they tried to, like, say that you're stealing her likeness. Mm. Elvira won the court case. Or Cassandra. Because mm. she went in and she was like, no, no, no. Yeah, we might look similar, but it's extremely different. And here's how. Mm. And she was like... She could also rifle off other gothic femme fatales in the genre. And she was like... If you look at Vampire, she's based after Morticia Adams, where mine is more based off this other character. Mm. Like, she's so smart. And that's the thing. She's 69 this year. Last year, I <laughs> literally watched her, like, put on... Dance for an hour twice that What, night. three shows? Uh, it's... Wait, no, we went to the first show and the last show. We missed the middle show. It's two. Was it two? Yeah, it's two, but it's every day for a fucking month. Yeah. And, like... I mean, it's a full-on show. She dances through it. She does acrobatics. She does, like... Mm. It's amazing what this woman can do. It's just, you know... And she's such a badass, too. Like, you... Like, her character just promotes, like... She's got confidence. Yeah. Like she's confident in what she can do. And You've covered it in one of our um, Halloween grab bag episodes, but she also completely owns Elvira as a character because as the company, when Moving the Cub was being on the TV station, as it was dying, mm-hmm. they were paying her in rights. Yeah. So she, like, slowly... She was like, pay me in the theme song this week. Now I own the theme song. Pay me in the costume and likeness, all right? Pay me in the name. And then when they're like... We're sorry, we're going out of business. She's like, I don't give a shit. I own all of me. Yeah. <laughs> so long, suckers. So she's really intelligent too. And she's like, um, she has a movie production company because she put out the next film by herself. So um, size. She last year was the last, like she quit doing um, Not Scary Farm, which is the shows that we went and saw because she was like, I have so much coming up that I don't have the time to because she's like I rehearse for three months I perform for the entire month of October she's like I can't do that because she's currently got like kickstarters running she's coming out with a new comic series she's coming out with a new autobiography she's got like a whole heap of other stuff that she just keeps like randomly teasing Mm. like and that's the thing really she's not you wouldn't know about her just in general conversation But if you do know about her, it's like a cult following. Yeah. If you do know who Elvira is, it's like... I'm surprised how like widespread she is. It's like in the comic books and like pop culture. Like, well, she's literally like Halloween. She's like the Santa Claus of Halloween, but she's an actual person and not a dude made to sell Coca-Cola with it. And she wasn't given that she built that herself. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just one of those people that... I, I know you guys were really shocked when I told you that both... Toby and I, she's like our free pass. But at this age too, at sixty-nine, yeah. I'm trying to find an updated picture of her currently. Twenty twenty, like a bar twenty. I honestly, you Shit, know, yeah. What am I doing? She's like a blog and stuff. She, <laughs> she has, Give me a minute. She I has know, a right? TikTok. Yeah. She has a TikTok. She has a TikTok. 
All right, well, Jimmy's going to beat me right now. <laughs> I'm just, you know, it's partially out of the respect for what she's been able to create. And partially at 69, if you look like that, damn girl. And she's not slowing down. No. It's, 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 it's kind of funny because as, like, wigs got better and makeup got better... Her, like, during the 88 movie and, like, the 2014 movie Macabre reboot, she's, like, way hotter as an older woman. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, people argue whether it's because photos are getting better or makeup's getting better or... She's also just taking good care of herself, frankly. Um, I do like that. So, as she, you know, because she is getting older now, there at one point was a reality TV show to find she does have like lookalikes that she sends out and she tells people they're lookalikes they're not her they did a lookalike elvira show and she trained up the winner um in order to like take her place as the next elvira i think that she lasted like two years and then she was like eh, I, I don't like her anymore i'll Fuck just it, do I'll it do again it. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> so she took back over um this is her when they finished funding the crowd funding for the comic what was that like yeah are they fake now? No. No, she's just really good at strapping. She's also bent over a little bit in that picture. Like, I can't see one. She's gorgeous. I need him. And considering, like, she wears a lot of makeup. Yeah. Like, I've tried to do her makeup before, and her eyeshadow goes past her eyebrow. Yeah, it keeps going, but because of her bangs, you can't really... Like, she wears a lot of makeup. Mm. But I just... And keeping Cassandra and Elvira completely yeah. separate. Yeah. That's hard to do. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm so amazed by what she's managed to achieve and, like, the stories that she has to tell. Like, she was a 17, she was a minor performing in Vegas. Getting railed by Elvis, of all people. As a teenager, she was Before a go-go was dancer a in yeah, the when he was a, when he was a handsome. Yeah, when he was good. Like, it's, her life is almost unbelievable. But That's probably why it's taking so long to do a biography. Just keep, she's just like, oh, there was that time I dated Elvis, and the guy, like, ghost typing is like, fuck, what? <laughs> she's like, yeah, and I swindled the company out of my brand. She's like, all right, hang on, let me type another chapter up. And that, that's the thing, like, I don't know, I just find her holy. There's so much there that, and I'm 100% sure we're getting, like, like you said, just the tip of the iceberg when she talks about stuff. Yeah. Because that's the thing, like, there is still new stuff coming out about her every interview she does. How can you have that much stuff that you're all still revealing stuff 45 years on? Like, she sounds like a super interesting person. And I do like that it's all her. Like, yeah. any other character like this would have had, like, four actors. Yeah. Like the Ronald McDonald thing I said earlier. Mm. You know, like, she's... Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty sure Ronald's dead, though. I'm sure, like, 30 of them are dead at this point. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's still a one-woman show. You know, we've in her time we've seen fuck. Let me let me roll off some here. You got Adam West. No, that was before, just before. Um, you've had Michael Keaton Batman. You've had Val Kilmer Batman. You've had George Clooney Batman. You've had Ben Affleck. You've had Christian Bale. You've had Kevin. You've had a couple of other voice actors. In the fellas, not Nolan. Even look at all the James. Yeah, and it's still just just Cassandra. No big deal. That's Toby and I. Oh, you forgot Robert Pattinson. We don't David know Mazzas. that yet. <laughs> da- David Mazars is. I'm going to Google Gotham's. the guy who voices Batman. Josh Hutchinson. I didn't know he did it. The guy who plays Ben McKenzie. Yeah, the, the dude who plays Gordon in, in Gotham. Well, he's in Batman. You want to? Yeah, that's what I mean. Jimmy Kimmel. 
He did Teen Titan. Anyway, we've we've derailed yet again. Troy Baker. One of my episodes. Wait, keep going. No, I'm Don't me. But right, do you have a homework question then? My final thoughts are obviously like the same as yours. Yeah. Because we a little bit. Um, I come up with. I could just find some. Don't. Just don't. All right. Favorite tits in all fiction? Go. In all of fiction. Yep. Go. I said go. <laughs> <laughs> don't think about it. In all of fiction. I know. I know. Who? Think about it. He's trying. <laughs> No, no, that's an actress. Oh, no. Oh, you like those? No. God. What character does she play? <laughs> God, that is really hard to put on the spot. I'm going with Tifa Lockhart. Oh, from Final Fantasy. Oh, fuck yeah. These were, they were like three Before polygons Before the shrinkage! Worth of, that's what I'm saying. There were three polygons worth of tits. Before the shrinkage. Mm, how am I supposed Tifa to pick Lockhart. one? Tits are like my children. We're going for video games as well? Oh my God. Yep. <laughs> What's her name? She's from Tekken. Tekken 3. Tekken 3, you got Nina Williams, you got her sister, Anna Williams, you've got... Fuck, I haven't played Tekken, God, who else? There's other ladies, I swear. Good. Nina Williams, yeah. Ling Xiaoyu? Xiaoyu. She doesn't have tits, she's a tiny little Chinese girl, continue. Julia Chang? Julia was a hippie. Lee Wuyong? Anna Williams? I, I used to like Anna Williams because she has the bob. He's a dinosaur, you don't I know, care. I like him. Uh, Michelle Chang, Lily? During Kazama? No, you've you've left like the Tekken know, three characters. No, you're not good. You've, you've named them all. There was only like three. Oh, Who's your favorite? Group? No, sorry. I want to just for the for the yeah, sake sorry, of, sorry. Yennefer from Witcher three. Yennefer from Witcher three. Not not the Witcher se- not the Witcher series. Netflix series. Ah. From Witcher three. Are you gonna say? Yeah, no. <laughs> the one from the porno. Look, there's one. The, I'm gonna go with like the most famous. Titties would be like Power Girl, I guess. I know that's like a cop out answer, but I feel like that's a good answer. Do I'm incognito. I'm not. The thing I like about Power Girl and her boobs is the history behind it because she was in um, JSA, which was a book that the editing staff at DC didn't give a shit about and would never like even give it a second glance. So the artist was like, "I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna get attention one way or another." So every issue, they don't get any feedback. He would boost her. <laughs> And about 11 her months in, when she has the fattest melons in DC comic history, the editor's like, some of these tits, and he's like, fucking finally! <laughs> and they've stuck on her ever since. Anytime they take her boob window out of her costume, the fans get mad, because it's like, don't do that. It's like when they try to call Dick Grayson Richard, because they're like, oh, Dick is inappropriate. It's like, no, you're making it inappropriate by thinking that way. Yeah. Dick forever. Can I also point something out? Why... Like, it's great that boobs are shown in movies, but Isn't where's the dick? Um, Game of Thrones started. It's so rare. So, so rare. Zombie Trend is some of your favourite boobs. They have dick. It's so rare, though. It is very rare. It's rare that they stay on the body in that. Because do you know how weird it can look? Can you imagine, like, like, with the foreskin and all those other kinds of things? And, like, you've got ball hair, no ball hair, messed up ball, one ball up, one ball (laughs) down. It gets different. Can you imagine having to cast, like... Clearly you like, haven't pull seen... Pull down your pants. Let's have a look. Clearly you haven't seen very many boobs. Yeah, but boobs can be bigger but on one side. Boobs in television have some sort of consistency, don't they? So, someone I know has the name of a porn star who her boobs are very different sizes and looking in different... And you can have hairy nipples and... No or... nipples? Yeah. Big nipples, small nipples. Diversity. I don't think they have diversity of boobs in Hollywood. Diversity. I think it's pretty much just one set. That's exactly right. Because these days, because all the women are putting their foot down and being like, not my boobs. Hang yeah. dong. 
They're demanding it. Yeah. There's marches in the street. Show your cock. <laughs> like, we just get a lot of men's asses, though. But, like, this is, like, our only private area. I, I There's feel, dick and drawn together. I feel like the front section of the human being is it's just a little bit past that line that we're right. So you just want balls, no dick. <laughs> I said the entire front section. What about men's? Do you think that should be allowed? Nah, we've like, all seen... Look, look after Batman like and that. Robin, we're not ready. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. However, we live in a society where men without their shirts is like acceptable yeah. we live in a society, at a local shopping centre. Mm. We're just so used to it. It's like high vids, it's mm. everywhere. Mm. Even if there's no mining sites around. That's how you get the ratings. Like, God, every single HBO show has boobs, doesn't it? I, I it's like a stamp of approval for them. It's like, does it is there boobs in, in every episode? Yeah, I can okay. show you Bruce Wayne's canonical but dick see, if you like. <laughs> thing, I was just kidding. No, sorry, I'll show. Sorry, I go. However, I will point out the fact of that is the way that they like. If you go to a guy and be like, "Please watch this show with me," there's boobs. Most guys will sit there and be like, "Okay." <laughs> you got to put something in there so the ladies can be like, "Draw card, come sit and watch this with me." So then they watch, watch. That, that romantic drama. Or yeah, whatever. you're not going to see John Wick and go, "There's a dick in it." No, there's puppy. There is, yeah, but the puppy gets killed in like the first like eight. And minutes. that's why I haven't. <laughs> just fills you with that rage. I would like to point out that Juby has used her um, dick distraction in order to not pick her favorite pop culture boobs. So yeah. I-, issue, I don't know. Issue one of um, Batman Damned, the Black Label title. They wanted to be like, look oh, how adults only we are. It's illustrated one. Yeah. Look at that Someone shadowing. And he's... He is, so yeah, they removed it later. So is they Bruce... their fucking life. So is Bruce... Is he Jewish? He's circumcised. I don't know. The more I look at it, the more I'm... Well, it is. out that I'm doing that. And also... And they did. They went back. No. That went, was a mistake. They went back and changed it later on. That was not a mistake. They were purposely causing publicity. They were doing it on purpose. Like, I mean, I clicked on it. Exactly. Did you buy the issue? No. In the library. Thanks. <laughs> I love that all of our stuff is just shared. It's nice. Including our four copies of Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Yeah. We best literally best. have like four copies. VHS, DVD, Blu-ray, digital. Well, we both have a DVD from before we were the fancy Blu-ray. <laughs> we should wrap this up so I can go do that. Right. Oh, hang on. I wrote an outro. Very professional. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. What do you want? Do you want to do a final plug? Where subscribe? I'm dealing with my atrocity as a host. Yeah, we're sorry, listeners. I meant. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, they walked in. They've met you. I did. Apologize. <laughs> I did apologize to Juby this afternoon. I was like, I'm in charge. It means it's not going to happen. No, oh, I loved it. Great. Me knew what we were walking okay. into. <laughs> okay. If you put your finger in, a, in like a mouse trap, you can't get mad at them. <laughs> but do I get? Is that a? Just I think that's something to think about. Goddamn mouse. Well, that's all from us here at the School for Waywood now. And don't forget to... Then I instinctively think of the Jack White outro because it's better than the...